0: Hello there, this is Sam Rosenberg, and you're listening to Screen to Screen, a podcast that tackles issues relevant to the mediums of film and television. Today's topic is the award show. As with most award shows like the Emmys, the Oscars, and the most recent uh, Golden Globes, there's typically a pattern that develops as award season begins towards the end of the year. While 2016 was not a phenomenal year for many, it was a fantastic year for both Film and television, critically acclaimed works like Damien Chazelle's innovative modern musical La La Land, Barry Jenkins' chilling masterpiece Moonlight, and Donald Glover's surrealist FX sitcom Atlanta are at the top of critics' end of the year lists and are scoring big at award shows. Joining me... For the first segment of screen to screen, are the TV editors of the Michigan Daily Arts Section, Nabil Chalampat and Danielle Jacobson. Welcome to the show, guys.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Sam. How's yeah. it
0: going? It's going phenomenal. Um, so the Golden Globes just happened. Um, Jimmy Fallon hosting, and a lot of a lot of stuff happened. Uh, what are you guys' takeaway from this year in terms of? The TV shows that won and the actors from those TV shows that won. Was it surprising, predictable?
1: I personally don't really know what to expect from the Golden Globes anymore. I feel like... True. Yeah, I don't know. I felt like even like the things that were nominated maybe weren't didn't make my top shows this year. But um, yeah, I was surprised that the Crown won, actually. I wasn't expecting that.
2: That was probably the biggest surprise. Yeah. Um, but also, like, the drama thing, like, This Is Us, I don't watch that show, yeah. but, like...
1: No, I was really surprised that that one even made it on one um, of the nominees.
2: Mm-hmm. Also, like, so what is it? The Hollywood Foreign Press, right? Yeah. Um, like, I, I don't know if you can tell their, like, taste by the nominees, but this is, a re- like, a weird taste in dramas. Yeah. Um,
0: Especially since, like... I don't know, d- d- it just seems like there's so many other dramas, like The Americans, Yeah, and Rectify. Carrie Russell. Yeah. Exactly, and it's just kind of like, and then like, you know, Stranger Things is obviously a great show, but I mean, what do you guys think about it being like Golden Globes worthy? Is it like, you know, I know Danielle made I personally strong- loved
1: Stranger Things. Yeah. I thought it was so <laughs> cool and new, and I thought it was just like different than everything else that's on TV right now, but... I think, like, just looking at the other shows that were nominated, I guess it just doesn't really fit with the Mm -hmm. rest of their nominees. I guess – I don't know if they were trying to kind of get a broader scope of the types of TV shows. I think, for example, like, This Is Us is so different from Westworld, which is so different from Stranger Things. Um, And I guess, like, The Crown just didn't really fit, um, I guess, by standard or – dramatic effect I guess mm-hmm. so I was surprised that even of the nominations that it was the crown that won yeah
2: I personally think Stranger Things is overrated so I'm sorry <laughs> Daniel.
1: why
2: it's just like okay it was good but then all the like internet shit about it Can I swear okay. yeah yeah <laughs> okay all the like stupid Barb stuff like I it just like pissed me off and then I like rewatched a couple episodes and I was like this is like a Spielberg movie that they drew out into eight episodes.
1: Like, that's the point, though.
2: But, like, why... It was good. I thought it was good. But, like, okay, I the barb think stuff. it was I the agree. second best TV show of 2016 <laughs> at Michigan Daily. Oh,
1: my God. Okay, the Barb <laughs> stuff, <laughs> I agree. But I will say that I think the Barb stuff was blown out of proportion because of, like, Twitter and, like, weird online... Don't you online blame
2: but, Twitter. That's a different conversation. I
1: think Twitter's to blame for a lot of <laughs> yeah, things. Yeah, Twitter <laughs> is
0: usually... Purveyor of all things controversial. Um, So, in terms of best series comedy, Atlanta won for that one. Um, And Donna Glover also won best actor for that. Um, And this was personally, Atlanta was personally my favorite show of last year. Um, Same. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I agree. I loved it.
0: And I I think it just goes without saying it deserved
2: the award it got. I think the Atlanta thing is kind of interesting, honestly, because if you think about like, They picked the crown to win best drama, which is like kind of a left field pick. Mm -hmm. But the Atlanta is like, Atlanta is like a consensus, like number one. Yeah, totally. um, Pick, which is like, you honestly can't tell like what their taste is. And I don't think, but also I don't think saying like they're as as if they're like one group think type of deal Mm -hmm. is fair. But also, like, I think personally, I love. Gael Garcia Bruno. Yes. Oh yeah, he's great. I love that man. I could watch him in anything for hours. Yeah. But like, I think out of this, like nominee category, which to be honest, like who Nick Nolte? <laughs> where the fuck did that come from? Oh he yeah, was. he was in that really like not
0: very well known show Graves that on Epics, which is yeah. I think another. I don't know where they came. Yeah. streaming um, site that's like or not. I don't know if it's streaming or not, but it's
2: it's like growing. I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. But, but yeah, yeah, I think um, so. Out of the field, I was very happy with Donald Glover winning. I yeah.
1: agree. I think everyone that I've talked to also was pleased with that one.
2: And even if, like, if you watch Atlanta, you're like, this guy doesn't do much in the show. But it's still really good. But it's still very yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm and even his mustache, too. I'm into that. Yeah. His, mu- his whole new look. Are you not into the mustache? Not into what? The mustache. Oh my God. He's killing it. Have you seen that picture of him wearing that, like, He's wearing like a blue suit and like a no, brown but- turtleneck. And he just looks fucking dope.
1: No, but oh, he looked great at the gloves.
2: He did look great.
1: Oh, yeah. He, yeah, he looked amazing. The
0: velvet suit was great choice. Um there are also a lot of there were some surprises in terms of the acting categories for TV specifically, Billy Bob Thornton winning for Goliath.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what? Where did that come from? Oh, yeah. From? Just
0: Billy Bob. It, you know, he's a t- very talented actor, but it's just like a very – also like out of left field, considering the other, you know, choices in that category. You've got Brahmi Malik who won Why the Emmy.
2: mean, is Schreiber in every nomination? <laughs> Wait. Does anyone watch that show? Ray, Ray like Donovan? Besides moms. Like-
0: <laughs> <laughs> Probably, I would say – Some people. Um,
1: I was rooting for Matthew Reese because I love the Americans, and I think it goes under the radar so much. Mm -hmm. Especially
2: his performance, too.
1: This past season was so good. He was amazing.
2: I haven't seen the Americans yet, but it's on my list. Um, Can we get someone else to run this podcast?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Apologies. I can only do one thing at a time. (laughs) Actually, I did, during the break, I started watching Mozart in the Jungle, and I'm not – in lo- I know it probably gets better. It's not great, but I love watching. It. I don't know why. Okay. I mean, I love I love uh, Gal Garcia uh, um I love Lola Kirk, but it's just it was really bu- and Malcolm McDowell. But I, I just thought it was really bizarre and like I don't know. But I I don't know. I'd give it a chance. I'm now on Veep. So once I finish that, then probably The Americans.
2: Um, yes, Veep yes Billy Bob Thorne let's talk about Billy Bob Thorne yeah let's while. talk about him Bad Santa <laughs> Bad, Bad Santa <laughs> 2 Bad Santa 2 how is this dude getting nominated for best actor to, winning for best actor in a drama series I don't know my man
0: <laughs> give me some answers especially there. with Rami Malek with Bob Odenkirk all these people and then just I don't know they went with a lot of like outliers this year I feel like
2: and I will like so, like, if you think about it in that sense, like, what is the point of the Golden Globes in the TV aspect? Like, what is the point of it?
1: Um, I guess TV is just, like, not as recognized in the awards season scope.
2: Yeah. hmm
1: So, I guess, like, I mean, the, up,
2: the okay. Emmys are... The Emmys are, like, the big TV. Yeah. yeah. Right, but so, like, it's nowhere
1: near, the, like, award season. Yeah, season. or, yeah.
0: like, film... Especially with film. Film, there's, like, so many awards shows. There's the BAFTAs, there's the Oscars, there's... You know, the Critics Circle, there's just all these yeah.
2: different awards. and then even in terms of that, like, the Golden Globes, you're not, like, the point of the Golden Globes is to be like, oh, what's going to win Best Picture? Like, everyone right. cares about the movies. So, like, first of all, like, why is TV in this?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: What's the point of it, and why is Billy Bob Thornton all <laughs> up in this? The existential crisis of <laughs> television in
0: <laughs> the award season. Um, yeah, that's a definitely a good question that... We'll definitely talk about it later in the segment. Um, there was definitely one I felt two big snubs um, from the acting category was uh, Sterling K. Brown and Courtney B. Vance for *People vs. O.J.* I know *People vs. O.J.* won Best Miniseries and uh, Sarah Paulson won Best Actress, but I felt like Courtney B. Vance. I don't know. Did you guys watch *People vs. O.J.*? I did. Okay. okay, great. Yeah, and. Hugh Laurie – wait, was it – it was Hugh Laurie and – Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. <laughs> Who won for the Night Manager, which also was like a huge hit at the Globes because uh, Olivia Coleman also won as Best Supporting
2: Actress. Um, what? Okay. For the Courtney B. Vance category, which yeah, is an Actor – Okay, Actor in a Limited Series. That <coughs> should have gone to our dudes in the Night Of because – no one else watched that show. But that mm-hmm. show was Nabeel fucking amazing.
1: loves The Night of.
2: That show is fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, John Torturo, especially. What I say is the best TV performance of 2016. Wow. That's bold. Watch yeah, that's that show. Bold. Danielle, do you keep watching it?
1: I watched the first two episodes. I liked it. I had some problems with the depiction yes. of the female character we in it, about but this. Mm-hmm. other than that, I thought it was great. I thought it was like so captivating and really interesting. The acting was great too, especially by John Turturro.
2: But yeah, um, so that was a sidebar. But like, you
1: know. <laughs> let's just talk about the night up. <laughs> let's do
2: that. Let's make a podcast about the night out. Yeah, but like, yeah, Courtney B Vance. Like, what people were so OJ when like all the Emmys, right? Mm-hmm. So like. I guess maybe they're just, like, punting on people who are so J for the Golden Globes and being like, let's give it to some random night manager. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like those He's Globes randos. always... Yeah, yeah I middle. feel like the Globes
1: always likes to, like, oh, like the underdog.
2: That's true. Yeah. Like Mozart in the yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did win uh, a year or two ago, I think, for Best Comedy. Um, mm. But, yeah, that's really... I think that is true. And I don't think it's just true of the Golden Globes, but... Award shows in general, I think award uh, actors and TV shows that are kind of like the underdogs. Like I, th- I believe I'm forgetting who was the best supporting actor for the show Baskets. Um, Louis Anderson. Louis Anderson. He won, and that was completely like shock, like yeah. total surprise. Um, but apparently his performance was really captivating and really like, it is. It's also um, very weird and very weird. Yeah. Yeah. The show itself. I mean, it's Zach Galifianakis. So, you know, um, yeah. So that actually, that's a great segue into the next part of the segment, which talking about award shows more in general, um, you know, and I feel like there's a lot of cynicism when it comes to award shows. Like, It's just always, people always expect the same things to happen. You know, there are awkward moments that happen. There's the really emotional speech, the really political speech. There's the host who tries to make um, uh, jokes but fails. Jimmy Fallon sucks. Jimmy Fallon was horrible. I personally am not a fan of his. I was. I liked his um, stuff earlier, I guess, when he was, I don't know. I guess maybe when he became, like, super popular on the Internet. It just started... Declining in quality, um, and I don't think that translated as well onto the Golden Globes. But you know,
2: yeah. But as Danielle says, like Conan's the best. Language, uh, yes, Danielle <laughs> does say that quite a lot. Danielle actually told me she has fantasies. About <laughs> her
1: name. You know, this is
2: for the record on this.
1: Conan record. on the record. Come at me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, going back to the whole thing, I think it's important to talk about, like, really, what is the point of an awards show? Like, is it really, at this point, does it really award, um, are the awards that, that are given out, are they, do they signify anything? Do they influence anything? Or is it just really antiquated? Is it just something, it's like a spectacle event, you know, for to see all these Hollywood stars come together in this one room for, you know, an hour or two and just, you know, award each other like what's the point what's what's driving award shows
1: um i think that ideally award shows are just to make sure that art is continuing to progress and that people are competing um to keep on producing better and better quality things movies tv shows whatever um I don't know. I feel like recently it's more, especially at the Globes, it's kind of like hit or miss. Maybe I don't really agree with a lot of the decisions that they make. So for me, maybe they've lost a little bit of value in the past few years. But overall, I think they're still important to get it out there. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I'm that guy that hates all award shows because (laughs) I hate celebrities. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it's fun.
1: Like I I don't know. Like it's always fun and a spectacle. And like, why not?
2: It, I think it's cool from a viewer perspective. The coolest part is just seeing a bunch of like famous yeah. people in the same room. Yeah. Like, I don't think – I don't honestly – like, if you're talking to me, like, Golden Globes, like, oh, this guy's on the map now because he won a Golden Globe, I don't think that's a thing. I don't mm-hmm. either. But, like, I think it's just, like – it's probably, in the end – it's honestly just, like, a Hollywood, like, ego fest. Yeah. That's just, like, fun for people to watch. The
1: after party. That, that is, is yeah. what's important about the Golden Globes. Yes. But we never get that We on never television. see that,
0: which is really disappointing. And that's horrible. Um, that's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I definitely agree with that, I think. It's sort of, it is fun to, like... Who do you think would be the most fun at a Golden Globes after party? Out of these celebrities. Ooh, That's a tough one. Like, out of only the nominees or just out of... Out of these nominees, okay, John Lithgow. <laughs> John
2: Lithgow. <Lithuanian.
0: John> <laughs> I would wanna like. He seems like a dude I would chill with. I feel like Winona's. Oh, Winona's yeah. a homie. Winona, Winona's throwing down.
2: <laughs> Winona. No, Billy Tracy Bond.
0: Ellis Ross. I was so happy when she won. I I haven't watched Blackish like religiously or anything, but she's great on that show. Yeah, I've seen clips of her on that show. She j- just seems like awesome and. Donald
2: Glover, too. I think Donald Glover, obviously, would be fun. <laughs> I've read John Travolta's The Life of Every Party. Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, my God. And Nick Nolte. That's <laughs> terrifying. Nick <laughs> Nolte Christian on karaoke. Christian Oh, my God. Have you Chris, heard his voice? Have you heard Nick Nolte's voice? Yeah, it's, it's like... It's one of the dark. hardest things to listen to. It's like... <laughs> Shock. On a chalkboard, Yes. Yeah, you it's horrible. <laughs> Is that um, movie Warrior? Do you ever see that movie? Oh, with Joel Egerton yeah, and Mark Tom It was a great movie. But like, he's like an alcoholic, like dad. Classic. And of it's course. like, yeah. Do you know he was Sexiest Man Alive? He was. When? 19- long time ago. <laughs> I gotta look this up. You gotta see this. Yeah. Long time ago. Look at this shit. <laughs> That's Nick Nolte. <laughs>
1: Let me see. People Magazine. I need to verify Nick, this. Nick Nolte. Sexiest Man Alive.
0: 1992. Wow. Even in 1992. I I don't know. He's just. You do, do not agree.
1: Not. I mean, Conan. Conan.
0: <laughs> Conan. Yeah. Conan takes the cake. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What were we getting at? We were <laughs> talking about award shows. If oh, so important or antiquated. What were you?
1: Yeah. So I have a thing. I have a question. is a pose. Big yes. Thing. Sure. Okay. For Conan. It's please. <laughs> it's 2016, yeah. and I am wondering why we still separate best. Actress and best actor, um, rather than just best performance. Um, hmm. I've thought about this a lot, and I do think it's important to acknowledge as many people and recognize people for what they've contributed to whatever art they're a part of. But I don't know. I just feel like it's kind of an antiquated can way I, to do things.
0: Can I give a yeah, counter criticism? Totally. So, well, that's totally understandable. I think it. I think it is sort of like we're living in tw- we're living in twenty seventeen. Yeah. Um, you Dude, said 2016. <laughs> That's okay. I made that mistake yeah. several times. Um, you know, 2017, and we should, you know, especially within the film and the TV industry, like start being more inclusive. Um, and that also goes not just within what's on the screen, but what's off it. Um, that being said, I think it would be difficult if it was just one category. Like, if it was just best performance and you included both men and women in that category, Mm -hmm. there would be too many performances to choose from. And I think that would...
1: But it's like, why is the distinction we're making by gender?
2: I think, well, (laughs) that's a good point, but I think... Here's a question. Do you think when people are voting for nominees, they're voting by performance, do you think there's an implicit gender bias? If they're thinking, what are the top ten...
1: I do think that, that I yeah, think. I do think there is an, a bias, but like, should it be there?
2: I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I concur. I agree.
1: Like, for example, like okay, Matthew Reese and Carrie um, Russell were mm-hmm. both nominated for best performances, for best actor and actress, and for the Americans. Yeah. But I mean, is it fair to separate their performances? That's Why true. aren't they in the same? Well, category? maybe they
0: they should have a category. I know AV Club does this. I mean, they have their own thing, and obviously, it's just a it's a publication site. But when they do their like best of lists um, for TV, especially, they do like best performance of a duo, um, and they list all these, and then best ensemble performance. I think that should be incorporated in some way. Mm-hmm. So I think what you're saying, um, I think it personally. I mean, I might hold some more a more conservative view on that. In terms of, I think there should still, I think the best performance of an actor and an actress should remain that way, but I think it doesn't mean we can't, you know, add on to it. So I think there definitely is room to um, create an award category that does incorporate, that's not based on gender, that's Mm -hmm. based more on the performance itself.
1: Totally. Because, I mean, I just wonder, because I know in the past there's men who play women Mm -hmm. and women who play men so why is their performance as like for example like transgender representation in film and tv Mm -hmm. um clearly we're it's a whole different story we're not telling like a man's story or a woman's story it's much more complicated than that so why are we still separating actors by their gender gender identity
0: yeah i mean i think it I think it also comes down to just in general, like I know we're saying like it's 2017, like we should be more inclusive because diversity creates prosperity, whatever. But I think it also comes down to the fact that there are still a lot of people out there who are not ready for that. I think, you know, we have progressed a lot since, you know, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the early 2000s um, in terms of how inclusive... Uh, the award shows are. But I still think it's like, you know, we still need to take some smaller steps. I think I... My hope is that 20 years from now, 30 years from now, um, award shows will include... will not award uh, actors based simply on gender, but on just performance. Um, And however that looks uh, will be determined. But I think we still live in a society where people are still very isolated and firm in their own beliefs. And, you know, it's just a matter of patience and time, which sucks because not a lot of people, you know, have the patience because they want to, to have that representation. Um, but I think, you know, it's yeah. possible.
2: Yeah. I, I, I would say, I would agree with Danielle here that it would be more, I think it'd be more feasible than you think because, was it three years ago is when transparent came out right Mm -hmm. and when it came out that was considered like revolutionary and now we're just like all right transparent's getting nominated for everything and like nobody bats an eye right and i think like logistically think about it like what do you do best performance and you have well like 10 you pump it up to 10 nominees or something because also like let's say here you have best performance by an actress in a television series musical comedy Then you have best performance by an actor in a television series, musical, or comedy. I would honestly... Because if... Let's say you're... The award show is awarding the best person. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no way to distinguish between who is better between Tracee Ellis Ross and Donald Glover, right? And personally, I think Tracee Ellis Ross was better... Had a better performance than Donald (laughs) Glover this year. Oh, yeah. So I think in that sense, you're also taking the award, like, one step further, I think. But
1: I totally see what you're saying, Sam, about maybe, like world not being ready for that right now and i also think if we did combine actor and actress into one category would female actresses win
0: mm-hmm. that's yeah that's another that's thing yeah. um and then that creates a whole totally. other controversy um so you know it's definitely yeah, i would say it is definitely feasible and it is like i i hope so too like i totally think You know, there should be some more inclusivity when it comes to award shows and awarding people not based on gender, but more on the performance. That goes without saying, though, that there are people out there who
2: would disagree and people are not necessarily ready for that. Because also I'm looking at this and because you have five female spots and five male spots. You end up with four good performances and then Nick Nolte. <laughs> that's what that's what happens. Yes, exactly. Um, but, so, but to be fair to Nick Nolte, I've not seen yeah. Graves. <laughs> I'm just assuming <laughs> I've not seen
0: Graves either. Um,
1: who has seen Graves? Who
0: has seen Graves? No one.
1: Someone. People at the who watch covers. Ray Donovan <laughs>
0: have seen Graves.
2: Google who has seen Graves. <laughs> Maybe there's, they're Reddit threads. They're
0: definitely... There's definitely. It doesn't anonymous. even show
2: up on Google.
0: Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, type in Graves TV show or ep- Epics or something like that. Graves TV series.
1: It did not get good reviews.
0: No, it
2: didn't. Well... Oh, well. Yeah,
0: sometimes the Graves? performance
2: is better than the show itself. Graves Reddit. Let's read the theories about Graves. Okay. <laughs> so,
0: I just want to... Wanna, while you're doing that, Nabil, I just want to... <laughs> Uh, take sort of the kind of last uh, part of the segment to talk about um, if celebrities should use their platform at award shows to make political statements. Um, and this, you know, is a direct reference to Meryl Streep's uh, speech that she gave her lifetime achievement. We're not allowed she- to talk about her, though. She's part of film. Oh, true. Well, you know, talking in general, I think. I think it's uh, off the table. No, no, no. Well, let's then let's instead talk about Tom Hiddleston Hiddleston. Hiddleston. and his very good good intentions, but failed attempt to talk about a very serious issue happening in South Sudan. Um, So, what do you think is what would be the case for celebrities using their platform? Um, and award shows to make political statements. Is that right? Is that how, if it is, how should it be
2: done? If not, why not? Today, well, today, while well, I was scrolling through com <laughs> as I do every morning, Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> there's a quote from Mark Wahlberg where he's like, uh, celebrities should not use their, like... Mark Wahlberg said? Mark that? Wahlberg. Wow. He's secret, I believe he's secretly Republican. Because look at all I the believe movies. that. He's like, Patriots Day, yeah. like... Lone Survivor. Like Boston. This, this dude is, yeah, this dude is definitely a Republican. But anyway, I, <laughs> like, if you, like, did you see, like, Tracy Ellis? I watched Tracy Ellis Ross's speech. Yeah. Um, like, Viola Davis' mm-hmm. from, like, two years ago. Like, those are, I would say those are just, like, very important, um, like, pieces of, like, culture, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, totally. And, like, people are going to say, like, oh, they're, like, out of touch. And they're, like, all these egotistical people who just want to make, like, some naive point but like it's honestly you have the biggest platform you're reaching the widest audience like if you want to say something that means something to you I'm Mm -hmm. all for it
1: and as vapid as celebrity culture can be if someone is willing to use it for another purpose and maybe a greater purpose I'm all for that that
2: greater purpose being promoting bad and bougie (laughs) oh that was great ever that's, since that's a top five speech of all time
0: yeah ever since sure. he ever since that speech I think it, it became number one in the country there we go so you see
1: know. point made shit Sorry. happens
0: your words do matter yeah words do matter um yeah so any any final thoughts before we sign off here any final takeaways
2: Danielle who dressed the best
1: ooh that's a good one um who dressed the best
2: So i I'm going with you know this, my girl Zazzy Beats.
1: You're gonna say that. I oh, love she was
2: Zazzy Beats. Oh, See, no wait. Okay, that's another thing. If we took out Nick Nolte, right, <laughs> and we moved those four into a best performances category, mm-hmm. then we have five plus four, right? Yeah. Then you have room for Zazzy Beats. True. Who well, killed it this year? I mean, she was a supporting actress, so that. Damn
0: it, class. Sam. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just trying to <laughs> clarify stuff. Um, yeah, who was the best dressed? I'm Stone
1: was perfect. She's always perfect.
0: She was great. Um, I agree. Yeah. I agree with everything Danielle said. <laughs> I thought Donald Glover was the best dresser in my opinion. Ooh, yeah.
1: Donald Glover did look Ooh,
0: good. Very advised, he looked great. Yeah. But anyway, uh, thanks for joining me today uh, for this podcast. Just fun. Yeah. Um, but uh, stay tuned for the next segment. We'll be talking about award shows for films. Stay tuned.